This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, July 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Resistance bill advances to final vote. Trade aid hinges on crop reports. Pence pushes USMCA. And dairy wants EU trade pact details. Broad, sweeping environmental bill will soon head to the governor. A bill resisting federal rollbacks on environmental laws passed its 7th committee this week. Senate Bill 1 may have a final legislative vote this morning before being sent to Governor Newsom's desk. The bill requires state agencies to adopt policies no less stringent than the federal standards in place before President Donald Trump's election. During hearings in two committees this week, the arguments were consistent with earlier hearings reported on Daybreak. Opponents remain concerned the bill would freeze the science on regulations related to water. That would render null a revision on the biological opinions for the Central Valley Project and the passing of voluntary agreements for river flows in their arguments. Defending the bill, Kate Poole of the National Resources Defense Council said, Frankly, we know that the biological opinions being modified right now by the Trump administration are not going to adhere to the best possible science. We've seen the drafts. Assembly member Laura Friedman jumped in asking, So you've already decided that the new biological opinions are flawed and you're already projecting that they shouldn't be adopted? Poole and Senator Tony Atkins of San Diego pointed to amendments saying the state agency shall use, quote, the best available science. Adam Ragley of California's Chamber of Commerce said, you might as well throw out that sentence because the bill already indicates that the water permit levels will stay as they are today. Jennifer Pierre of State Water Contractors agreed, adding that much of the language in the bill is very unclear. She said that the California Endangered Species Act and the Federal Endangered Species Act are very different. They have different standards for takings. They cover different species. She asked how the California Department of Fish and Wildlife would be able to adopt federal laws and standards and function like a federal agency. Pence continues push for USMCA. Vice President Mike Pence met with hundreds of agricultural leaders at a Kings County farm yesterday afternoon and pushed for approval of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement. He cited it as an example of free, fair, and reciprocal trade deals that put American businesses first. And a shout-out to Speaker Pelosi, Pence said he was calling on the Democratic House leadership to pass the USMCA and bring it before the Congress by the end of the year. The USMCA is a win for American farmers. It's a win for California. It's a win for America. And we're calling on the Congress. We're calling on Speaker Pelosi here in California to heed the voice of these farmers, recognize their tremendous opportunity that we have to expand and grow our agriculture economy, and ratify the USMCA this year. Pence also noted that the USMCA alone would increase dairy exports from the U.S. by as much as $300 million. Trade payments tied to farmers' acreage reports. USDA is giving some farmers some more time to file documentation that will be crucial to releasing the next round of trade assistance. The market facilitation program payments won't be made until the Farm Service Agency has compiled crop acreage reports from farmers and the agency extending the deadline until July 22nd for a dozen states that have hit by constant rain and flooding this spring. 
Farm Service Agency Administrator Richard Fordyce told AgriPulse this program is based on planted acres. That is one of the components in the calculation, so we have to have an acreage report, obviously, before we can determine what those planted acres are. The states with the new July 22nd reporting deadline include Arkansas, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, Missouri, Minnesota, North Dakota, Ohio, Tennessee, and Wisconsin. All other states must report planted acres by next Monday to be eligible for conservation, disaster assistance, safety net, crop insurance, and farm loan programs from the Department of Agriculture. And by the way, Fordyce also said the $3 billion in disaster assistance approved by Congress in June may be rolled out in stages. He noted the bill included new authorization for payments for permitted planting and damage to stored grain. EU Mercosur deal, murky on details. The four South American Mercosur countries have agreed to protect the names of 357 European cheeses and other foods as a part of a free trade agreement with the EU. But the U.S. dairy industry well, is still waiting to see how the pack will affect their products. So far, only a few examples of the name protections agreed to by Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, and Paraguay called Geographic Indications, or GI, have been released. Mexico, at its own pact with the EU, agreed to GI protection for cheeses such as Asiago. That's still hurting U.S. companies. Brazil is the main concern, according to Jamie Castaneda, Senior Vice President for the National Milk Producers Federation. U.S. doesn't export much cheese to Brazil now because of tariffs and other restrictions, but American producers are hoping that'll change soon. We are looking to Brazil as a future market, Castaneda told AgriPulse. It's a big country with a large population. Trump administration pressed on chemical cleanup. New Mexico Senator Tom Udall and a dairy producer in his state are putting the heat on the Trump administration to clean up chemical contamination around military bases. The White House is objecting to provisions and a defense authorization legislation that authorize the Pentagon to treat contaminated agricultural water sources or to provide farms with safe water to use. Art Schapp, who farms near Clovis, New Mexico, along the Texas border, says that Cannon Air Force Base officials say they can't help him even though contamination by PFAS chemicals has made it impossible to sell milk from his 4,000 cow operation. Installing and maintaining filtration equipment on the farm's 20 farms would cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, he said. Udall, a Democrat, said contamination levels in the area are 371 times greater than the EPA Drinking Water Health Advisory of 70 parts per trillion. Here's today's He Said It. USMCA is going to create more money and more jobs for people all across the San Joaquin Valley. That Vice President Mike Pence had a speech delivered yesterday in Lemoore, California. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, July 11th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.